Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news from over the weekend. Just got back from Chicago. Want to give a special shout out to uh, Patrick Lindstrom for uh, for having us at the old tailgate there for Notre Dame, Ohio State, and uh, in the Independence Fund uh, for for being up there. Good times in Chicago, uh, Wrigley Field. Man, seventy five degrees. <clears throat> 120 game on a Friday. Is there anything better in this world? That was great. Chicago was great. It was. Now, what did you think of Notre Dame? (laughs) I think uh, Notre Dame is the worst college or professional stadium I've ever been to. Just the combination of it not having booze. The food was it's the food was terrible. Yeah, I mean it was bad. Jesse ordered some pretzel. And it was shaped like a fucking shamrock, and she broke it open, and it was gray in the middle. How do you yeah. even make bread gray? I don't Not know how sure. that even works. Uh, the fans are terrible. They're fucking stupid. They don't understand how football works. <laughs> they kept yelling. It was like watching a hockey game in the South. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, the fucking ball has to go all the way across the white line. Have you ever watched fucking football before? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you idiot. Uh, and that they're rude. The fans are rude um, and annoying as shit. I was neutral. I wasn't wearing any red or anything like no, no, that. No, no. And they were still fucking rude. Um, the seats, you're jammed in there. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it is the worst fucking stadium I've ever been to, and it's not even close. I'll never go back there. Really what a what? fucking waste of time. Like, oh, you got to go check out the majesty. That's how they try to promote it is because, you know, you don't have anything to actually offer. So they talk about the past. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it used to be good. <laughs> Check out our fucking cathedral. Fuck you. Uh, and and Kelly Wright, I don't know what show you watch, but I didn't lose. I won. No, you won. So it's uh, again, check in to uh, Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. The final point spread that came out, because you bet right before the mm-hmm. game. I usually bet a little earlier in the week um, to post it. But uh, final point spread was actually three and a half. Mm-hmm. So Dan won. And I won. I actually had to buy a half a points down to do that. Uh, but he won straight up because it was three and a half at kickoff. Mm-hmm. And it's in uh, yesterday's show, which, uh, which just came out. So both of us won. So financially, it was a blast. Um, and then, you know, obviously, being an Ohio State fan, it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the stadium <clears throat> that goes. That part I did enjoy. I did enjoy all of the energy getting sucked out of that fucking building. Twice, that, twice, that was nice. twice. I've seen that happen in real life with you, and both times it was Ohio State. And <laughs> mm. man, it was uh, it was like uh, what's the meme with uh, Robert Redford smiling with the beard? You know, he just looks over and smiles. It's from Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, that's it. And a lot of people think it's Zach Galifianakis. It's not. Um, it's actually Robert Redford. I looked over at you and, and you just, you had that, you gave me that wink and a nod as if your whole body was filled up with energy again and you were ready to live another year on this earth. Yeah. And I loved it. 
I loved every second of it. But uh, yeah, as far as the stadium goes, uh, for me, it, w- it was definitely on my bucket list. And then once we got there, I was like, oh, this is tiny. You, I mean, you, you basically have to stand the entire game because the seats are so close together. Yeah. You would be on top of someone, essentially, and the food was, was absolutely horrific. I don't understand not serving booze in a stadium in this day and age. That seems a little crazy to me, but it is a religious university. There's two that we know of that, that have done that, Notre Dame, and then Baylor doesn't serve either. Here's the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know about Baylor. Baylor's probably the same way, but I don't think there's a demand for it at Notre Dame. For booze? Yep. No. The, so yeah. the, tailgate the tailgate there was good. The mm. tailgate was great there. Everybody raged, 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 raged at the tailgate. You were probably with t-shirt fans. It's a nerd-ass fan base. So that's what I, I found out as I walked into the stadium. And most of the people who were talking shit, there was a lot of people talking shit, like to Dan's points. And most of them were uh, were t-shirt fans. I said, what year did you graduate? And they didn't. And I was like, all right. You should be able to tell that from just so like, why, the, the face there were, of a there person. There were a lot of people with a lot of hard opinions about the university who just by appearance, I could tell, had never been to Never gone university. there. And right. we asked them. We asked them. We were like, hey, where Fucking did you go? Fucking townies, man. <laughs> no, no, there's no way that any university on earth has more t-shirt fans in Notre Dame. I think that's probably accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Bob, lastly here. What everyone said, including the listeners and everybody at the tailgate and all that other stuff, is they were like, I don't understand why Bob didn't go to school here, and me neither. Mm. It combines Catholicism, uh, rich, being, be, having rich parents, and then boozing up outside the stadium and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I, th- it would have suited you perfectly. They had this uh, uh, polo that everybody wore for Notre Dame and I was like, oh, we could see him in the clothes and everything. Like it, it was it felt like it was perfectly suited for you uh, to go to Notre Dame. A, well, A, I wasn't gonna get into Notre Dame, but B, um it's everyone I know who went there hated it. Oh, really? They thought it was lame as shit. What was the what was the general consensus the of it? The kids didn't party, it was all dweebs. Like uh, the kids actually there. Like it was like a pretty dweeby uh just like student population and I, I there were other catholic schools i looked at and just decided not to do not for any reason other than i just preferred to go to mizzou mm-hmm. but like i looked at dayton and marquette both schools i really liked a lot um dayton i don't know about marquette as much but dayton fucking rages yep um but yeah i you, you would know yeah you were, went yeah to of course Ohio State. Mm-hmm. um but yeah i didn't uh, notre dame i wouldn't have gotten in anyway but I, like it's one of the hardest schools to get into in the country that's like being like dude you would love duke yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, UCLA was like that when I was in LA. I was shocked. It was all Asians. And I was like, oh, fuck. I thought this was a party school. It was not a party school. Uh, so I understand it. But I will say this the t shirt fans and everybody else raised the tailgate was great. And I was, exp- I had high hopes walking into the stadium. And then we got in and it was, it was tiny. Did you sneak your airplane bottles in? I did. And, okay, uh, I, and I, I put a video up um, on my Instagram. So we got Richard Denoff was there and he brought a, an entire bag of like, 40 bottles of airplane bottles of uh, different mixes, like all kinds of shit across the board. Bar, then. Yeah. And, and the fucked up <laughs> thing is when you get in there uh, and everybody's boozing, we were out of it by halftime. So like I didn't have a sip of alcohol in the second half. And I was like, what the fuck? Now I just took uh, ketamine and mushrooms. I did. There, nice. was, there was a listener that came up that gave Dan an entire bag of mushrooms uh, mm. right when the show started. And it was great. And that saved the day for everybody. Yeah, that was all right. Um, but, but as far as going back, I'm all good on that, that bucket list uh, thing. I got to see it. Got to see the touchdown Jesus. 
and all that other stuff. Um, but uh, pretty good out to that, you know. Uh, Sean Astin didn't do game day. It was actually Vince Vaughn who did it from Rudy instead of Sean Astin. Um, and I heard he was good and it was fun and all that stuff. But not being able to booze in a stadium is a real downer. I'm guessing he was wrong. He was. Because I, yeah, I assume he picked Notre Dame. Everybody on the staff, did. <clears throat> McAfee, all those guys picked Notre Dame. Um, but we'll, we'll chat about it over in sports today. Don't know how that program recovers after that loss, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> Got a lot of those in the past. Uh, as always, on the old Patreon and Drinker Bros podcast, Patreon, we got some memes, some fun memes to start off the show from over the weekend. For all our video viewers over here on Patreon, we show some uh, pretty disgusting memes here. And uh, they're usually racially charged at some point. Well, what do we got here to lead off the day? Uh, this first one I just call Canadian footwear. Oh, boy. And it says the best shoes for finishing a race. <laughs> And it's a, it's a sneaker with a swastika on it. Sure is. Uh, and the reason drags out at the end like a Nike yeah. swoosh. The reason I call it Canadian footwear will become clear to you later if you don't already know. Okay. In the show. So. I don't know, and I'm, I'm amped look, to look find harder. out. This, this, next one, image. this next one is uh, uh, called Planet Earth. And I'll, go, I'll give you a setup for it because it's, it's, I think it's like a two-minute long video, but we're going to watch the whole thing. So a guy flies drones around over prostitutes and cities, and then he does David Attenborough's voice over it. In all the videos? Like, like Planet Earth. I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Yeah, so I'm go ahead and pop that, that on. Um, this is just free promotion for this guy because I want him to be able to do more of this. The humble so. streetwalker. What's his name? A creature no ubiquitous to the streets. These voluptuous bitches prowl the Los Angeles streets, preying on their natural prey and predator the trick. Quite the skittish creatures, they flee when recorded. The combined weight of their shame and hastily purchased BBLs, at times too great for their oh, ankles oh, to no. bear. Those who can seek shelter in the surrounding businesses. <laughs> Best not linger inside too long, though. Their pimp, Demarcus Demetrius III, is quick to slap any bitch that dare return with insufficient funds. When threatened, they twerk, generating powerful waves of niggerific energy, lessening the decision-making abilities of all who bear witness. Some attack via more conventional means, failing spectacularly, as have all their fathers in raising them. <laughs> the humble streetwalker. Uh, Who's yeah. this guy? We'll give him. We'll it's, give him a shout out. I can't believe I'm back on IG. I think is his name. So he gets banned oh, a lot. That's I, I don't know what he goes. Not by, surprising. <clears throat> um, I'm surprised that there's that quality of strippers out there. You know, out well, the those streets. are prostitutes. Prostitutes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, it, that's that one's a shocker to me. Yeah, you know? it's, I'm really back on IG. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm really back on IG. I and think it was the original one was I'm back on IG, and then yeah. it keeps getting banned. Yeah. This this so next one is uh, another quick sketch, and it's called Racist Glasses. Okay. Racist Glasses. Yeah, I 
sorry, did yeah. you not realize the, the Logan Paul cameo? No, is he in it? That's him right there. No way. What age? I mean, this, like is his, fucking, this is in his fucking 16 vine. years old. This now. is his vine days for sure. Yeah, no shit. <clears throat> That's great, dude. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's made me, made me laugh. Yeah, it was a good chuckle there. Um, this next one I call Bush did 9-11. All right. Oh, boy. As soon as I see the towers, dude, I know it's going to be bad. Superman saves the day again. <laughs> see what happened? Was. Sure did. There was sure explosives. Sure did. In the basement. Melted through the steel beams. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next one I call family reunion. Okay, and it says, my stomach when both my uncles are in town. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, dude. Do you want to describe it yeah. for the audio listeners? Do I? Do I? There's, there, it appears to be cum going in through the mouth hole and then the, the anus as well, yeah, would yeah. you say? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, boy. It's, this gets so dark on Mondays, doesn't it? I mean, it's a nice way to start off the week. And if, pan over to Dan here because he's real close to a smile on that one. I mean, it's... He's a he's a just a half inch away from a smile. I, right I like there. that we're setting the tone. So do I for the week because it's only going to get worse. I like that there's a baby in the room <laughs> during easily one of the most disgusting sketches of I mean of all time. Yeah, baby's being raised right. of all time. Yeah. Uh, last one. It's not my baby, by the way. It's called Wake Up it's Grandma. Wake Up Grandma. All right. When Grandma says she's too tired to bake any more cookies. And is that a key bump of cocaine underneath her nose? Sure is, yeah. There it is. Get up, Grandma. Time for you to make the cookies. I think uh, society would be improved markedly if more grandmothers were doing cocaine. I don't think their little old hearts could handle it. Oh, they can handle it. You think so? Oh, yeah. But you'd you'd have to dose it, I think. You'd have to... It would have to be given to you by a doctor, I think. Uh, it's, it's all hit and miss these days, you know, that cocaine. I mean, you, you want quality cocaine, sure, but yeah. I don't think it needs to be that complicated. Yeah. That was also honest. another gripe about Notre Dame. There was some listeners who were griping. They were like, there's nowhere to get cocaine here. And I was like, well, yeah, it's Notre Dame. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what else we got here? That's it. That's it, D'Anthony. All right. I like it, dude. Good start to the week. I like when it's real, real dark like that. And, uh, and then we leave with some happy news here. We lead with some happy news. I'm, Daddy's getting a little ketone IQ in his body here, and that's what you're hearing here in the background. Uh, I love that shit. I take a shot every fucking show. Uh, first up, Biden is getting smoked in the polls. This one I was shocked to see. I was shocked that the media reported it and actually printed it. Yeah. President Joe Biden's job approval rating is 19 points underwater. His ratings for handling the economy and immigration are at career lows. A record number of Americans say they've become worse off under his presidency. Three quarters of Americans say he's too old uh, for another term. And Donald Trump is looking better in retrospect. Uh, All severe challenges for Biden in his reelection campaign ahead. 44% of Americans in the latest ABC News Washington Post poll say they've gotten uh, worse off financially under Biden's presidency. The most of any president in the ABC Washington Post poll since 1986. Just 37% approve of his job performance, while 56 disapprove. Still fewer approve of Biden's performance on the economy, 
which comes in at 30%. Now, on handling immigration at the U.S.-Mexico border, Biden's rating is even lower, with a 23% approval rating. Uh, In terms of intensity of sentiment, uh, 20% strongly approve of his work overall, while 45% strongly disapprove. And the 74% uh, who say he's too old to run for a second term is up six percentage points since May. Uh, Views that uh, Trump is too old are also up, but to 50% in this poll produced for ABC by Langer Research Associates. So here's why this this was shocking to me. I I read this story um, in the Washington Post, and uh, it's it's a liberal newspaper. Usually all the coverage is is very favorable for Biden. Um, I believe their headline when I read this uh, led with, uh, Trump leads by 10 points in the polls. Yeah, so head-to-head in a hypothetical November 24 matchup, Trump has 51% support, while Biden has 42, which is uh, three points up and two points down for Biden from the last poll in February. Um, <clears throat> and uh, those are... I don't know if that's statistically significant or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know, two and three, that might be within the margin of error. Um, but... It's it's less of a change than fr- from May when it was forty nine forty two, um, but he's still this this time. The difference here is that Trump is over fifty percent for the first time in any of these polls, right? Which means that whatever whatever hope people were holding out and look, taking a poll seriously 14, 13, 14 months out from election is not the. I I don't know if I would advise that, but it is it has been consistent and it's going in the wrong direction for Democrats. Especially considering they've been throwing the kitchen sink at this Trump Trump problem, trying to get it to go away, mm-hmm. and it's only getting worse. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. So, <clears throat> will time will tell. It's a there's a, a year is a long time. A lot of things can happen in a year, in thirteen months, or however long it is. Um, but it is looking, it is looking precipitously worse for Biden, not for Democrats necessarily, but definitely for Biden. Yeah, I look. The first thing I thought when I saw this was um, they want him out. I think the media is all in now. They want him out. Uh, I, I don't know who is left on his team besides him and his wife, I guess. No. I mean, they're boring. want him in. It, he's, he's fucking boring. You know what I mean? It's like you, you want, and, and the media wants a lefty they can root for, and you can't root for this guy. Like, you can't, like, no, none of the media is even trying to root for him anymore. They're, they're just like, they they make a policy. What they will do is try to defend against um, right wing theories about the party itself. Uh-huh. But there hasn't been a whole lot of deflection over the past couple of months for Biden or his family. Right. Right. So I I think from the, like you're in a position you're you're a member of the media or you are a media company uh, and you're one of these majority of media companies that lean left and you're publishing, right? Mm-hmm. When your guy, when the top left guy is a fucking loser retard that keeps doing dumb shit, that's, it's hard to sustain a business like that. You know what I mean? It is. And, and I think, you know, going back to your point of being boring, this is what we talked about before this election started was if, if Biden were to get in here, the media is going to regret it. Um, not only in prints, but also uh, cable news and all that other stuff, which they did. I think if the economy was fine, people would look the other way on this shit. Oh, yeah. Um, but your age 
and all of this shit matters, the things that you start to pick apart about people starts to grow and grow and grow when there's so many fucking problems. If the economy was great, I don't think people would give a fuck. Um, if the border was great, I don't think people would give a fuck. But now all of this is starting to creep into their, their own lives, and they're looking at it saying, Jesus Christ, the guy's on the news doing something fucked up every single day yeah. because he's checked out mentally. Yeah, one, one, even on the Drudge Report, who coddles the Bidens a lot, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, the Drudge Report's uh, like they're, they really do go out of their way to put heat on Trump and keep it off the Bidens. Uh, they ran with a bun- like several links yesterday. It was like three days in a row of gaffes from Biden. Um, <clears throat> so at least he's consistent. Uh, Kelly in the chat asked, why would, why wouldn't they pull him out now and put another Dem in? Um, they will, I think before the high, I think at Christmas the primaries. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think at Christmas, there's going, going to be to. some like unforeseen health situation mm-hmm. with Joe between now and, and January where he's going to get removed and replaced with somebody. Probably the here, here's what you don't want. For the Democratic Party, you don't want to be the incumbent party and then have an open primary where all the knuckleheads from the left show up. And then you right. have to like because then you have to like really man- manicure the process to get the result you want, which is what they do in the DNC. They do it in the RNC, too. But the DNC really does it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Yeah, I would say. They'll leak some kind of health problem and then. A few weeks or a month later, he has to withdraw. That would be my guess. And then it it will be, I would be shocked if it wasn't Gavin Newsom to replace him. So about six or eight months ago on mybookie.com, promo code drinking bros doubles that first deposit. I told you to bet on Gavin Newsom. It was was five to one there, which which we did, um, because I thought this was going to happen. Not... Because of his health or anything else. Again, I think if everything was fine with the economy and the, and the border and all that stuff, they would have just rode this out and looked the other way. Now you can't. Um, and then the gaffes just compound that. Otherwise, you could just kind of laugh it off and be like, well, he's old, but we're all doing well um, financially. And like, shit, if we were doing well financially, probably look the other way on, the, on this stupid shit, but nobody is. Uh, Hillary Clinton, by the way, in a private meeting here, uh, that got leaked, uh, said that uh, th- uh, third-party candidates could prove disastrous as well for him in this upcoming election if they don't drop out. Um, well, and- they, what they mean by that is RFK Jr., who you know I keep hearing uh, 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 people say that he's going to link up with the Libertarian Party. Fuck, no, he's not. I mean, if he does, then the Libertarian Party should fucking dissolve because he is not in any way libertarian. He's a statist piece of shit, mm-hmm. frankly. Um, but Hillary Clinton's exact words, and this this might shock you, it doesn't me if you watch the documentary uh, of her of her life, the one that she made for herself, though I should say. Uh, she said in this meeting, allegedly, she she said that this situation is pretty fucking concerning, and uh, she wanted to to really impress like uh, the, the the point that hey, dude, you should take all these people fucking seriously. Because she's looking at it as Jill Stein siphoned off some of the votes for her in 2016. Mm. So if RFK were to go to the middle or even, you know, who was it, uh, Cornelius? Uh, let's, let's say he stays in because he's still in it as well. Uh, <clears throat> that, yeah, this, this would uh, – I'm sorry, Cornell West uh, is his name. Um, that that would siphon off some of those votes as well. Yeah, and if an election is going to be close – you got to get them the fuck out of there or figure it out at that point. Yeah. Uh, now, what's, now what's weird <clears throat> I don't, to I, me... I think that that's, that's bullshit, though. 
That that's a complete red herring. It, uh, it, it, and when when it was Ross Perot and he was getting twenty percent of the vote, it doesn't matter what percentage of the vote you get. It matters the electoral college is what matters, right? Mm-hmm. And there's not one third party candidate. Uh, aside from RFK, like the, none of the Green Party candidates, none of the Libertarian Party candidates uh, were ever a threat to steal electoral votes from anybody. You know what I mean? I, I, it just it's never happened before. and I don't think it would. With uh, <laughs> with Joe, though, I'm, I'm looking at this right now. This, uh, this There's a lot of stuff that like that that gets <laughs> that people are kind of overlooking with the Electoral College. One of the things I read recently is like Trump's gains with black people. Right. Mm. Uh, and so, let's but say, they're all in blue states, so it doesn't fucking matter. No, or right. they're all in. If he gains with black people, they're already in red states. It's in Alabama. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. So right. if you could yeah. be, if you're like, <clears throat> what the fuck, dude? He gained five percent with black people and he didn't win. It's like, where were those black yeah, exactly. people? Exactly. Yeah. It matters where they are, um, and that's the that's the biggest thing here. Uh, but I guess Bernie Sanders is is warning about it as well. I look the RFK Jr. thing is super interesting to me because. How much of a cuck do you have to be to be Bernie Sanders and warn about that when that's exactly that idea of warning about it is exactly what fucked you out of being the presidential nominee? What a fucking bitch he is. It's crazy. God damn it, man. And that's and he's just an embarrassment. It's nuts, man. But uh, but with this, with RFK Jr., if he stays and let's say Biden does go down at Christmas like we think and they come up with a new candidate and we fully expect it to be. Uh, Gavin Newsom out of California. You got a guy who's polling at like 25 to 27 percent, depending upon what you believe in the Democratic Party already. Could he actually win in a primary versus RFK Jr.? Who, Gavin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think so? 100% he would. You know how you're always like, I've never met a a Joe Biden voter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I did. I I finally did. I talked about on the show. Not only have I never met an RFK Jr. voter, I don't even have anyone in my feed other other than Vanderbeek. Oh, yeah. So I was was going to say, I I do. So in my feed, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson endorsed him. That's... Who cares? Uh, Tim Dillon? Like, right. Have you, have you seen a human being? Tim, no, it? no. But people I listen to like Tim Dillon. No, Tim he, Dillon like, and that's a, he had an actual endorsement for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I think he's the best candidate. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I saw some people posting this weekend. Like, I think RFK Jr. is the one man that can save our republic. That is retard thinking. You're thinking like a fucking <laughs> retard. There's no person. There's no, there's no politician that's going to come save our republic. Stop thinking like that. Think about principles and ideas and having the best versions of those and think about being a critical thinker and holding people accountable. Don't expect some dude with a fucking raspy voice who's part of one of the biggest political dynasties in the history of the country <laughs> is going to come fucking save you. You idiot. I wasn't her, man. Rob Schneider is actually another one who backed RFK Jr. It was like, from, inside, huh? from inside the robot in Judge Dredd. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> You fucking kidding me? Like it, it, he, it's because he's different, and he, these people are contra- they're, they're political contrarians now. They think people became politically homeless, which is a reasonable thing to happen when the Overton window gets weird. But then they started becoming political contrarians. No matter who is presented or what idea is presented, if it's marginalized or if it's censored, like oh that must be right. But that's that's fucking retard thinking. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Just because something is censored doesn't make it right. You know what I mean? And just because somebody that you think is quote unquote bad doesn't mean their idea is bad. You have to evaluate these things on their face and not on the face of the fucking personality surrounding them. Can we not fucking think as a goddamn country anymore? No. Like, no. The, no. The, the, no, left, the left continues to praise Obama, who deported 
more people than all previous presidents combined. 4,500 murders via drone strike with at least a thousand of those being civilians, women, and children, right? They still support everything he does. Obamacare, which butt fucked our healthcare system, still support everything he did. And there's still MAGA people out there, still Trump people after he let Fauci bend him over and dick him down in front of the entire country. And he still takes credit for that shit. And, and, and banning bump stocks and shit like this. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop talking about these people. They are fucking meaningless turds that are trying to stand in the way of the fucking sunlight coming, right? It's like, look at me. I'm, I'm fucking shiny. No, you're standing in the sun. Get the fuck out of the way. But the problem is you got to vote for somebody. No, you don't. Or you don't have to, but it's, or it's just going <clears> to <throat> get done anyways. Whether we like it or not, somebody's going to win this election, and that's, that's it. And you're kind of stuck. Um, the, the hilarious part about this uh, Woody Harrelson thing, by the way, with, with him supporting RFK Jr., uh, so he wore the hat, the T-shirt, he did the thing on Instagram and all that stuff. They asked RFK Jr. about uh, his support and the, and the controversy it caused. And they were like, oh, yeah, how's Woody Harrelson doing with the controversy? And they said, I don't think he even knows he's so far off the fucking grid. That I believe for sure. Yeah, I don't think Woody Harrelson is like sitting on Twitter wondering how people are feeling about his statements. I don't know if he has a social media. Probably, well, he? He, I don't know if he does or not, but he's definitely high all the time. Yeah, so... so. And, uh, I, and I'm high all the time as well. And I don't give a shit what people think about me. Of course. So I just assume that's You actually read the comments, though. You like it. You yeah, like yeah, the well, hatred. I, I'm looking for the... I'm looking for the white elephant. You know what I mean? Like the fucking really funny one that just... It, it's the right amount of clever, quick, and uh, just roasting the shit out of me. Or somebody else. It doesn't matter. It doesn't always have to be about me. But I'm looking for that one hidden gem. It's like mining for fucking gold in north carolina there's no gold there yeah you know what i mean it's all pyrite but you you know it looks shiny from time to time like yeah it's kind of funny go up to Asheville with the kids there's no gold there a little bit i did that as a child there's no gold there there's no gold there but as far as all this goes stop fucking hero worshiping now it's not going to stop i know i'm i i would be delusional to think it is going to stop so if biden's going to get out who's getting in i think it's newsome and here's why i think that um do you remember that bill that California, both houses of the California legislature passed. Um, uh, was this one about the transgender? Yeah, so it's like if your kid, if you, if you don't get your kid, if you don't affirm your kid's gender decision, then that is a risk to the child and a judge can take your kid away. That was the bill, mm-hmm. essentially. There's more parts to it, but that's essentially what it is. Gavin Newsom vetoed it Friday. Late yep. at night, too. Yeah. Like um, in the middle of the night, like at fucking 9 o'clock at night, he vetoed this bill. I think that would have been the Democrats' version of the abortion thing. Yep. Um, yep. And I think that's exactly why he did it. I'm I mean, with he, he, he looked at Loudoun County, Virginia, why Terry McAuliffe got his ass handed to him uh, for his participation in and then denial of that shit that was going on out there, the CRT stuff. And uh, I was like, well, that's going to happen to me too. Not in California. He could do anything in California when. That's why I think this move means he's running for president. Because otherwise, he wouldn't have spent this political capital. If for a run in 28, he wouldn't have done this. He, he didn't spend any political capital doing it. Sure he did. Uh, not really. You want to know why? Why? They have a veto-proof majority. It's going to get passed. 
It will, yeah, but still, it, like, it was no the, risk. The progressives will come after him. The fundraiser on that side, the Soros fundraisers on that side, will come after him for this. They, it so probably there's will. There's a price to pay but, for it. But he didn't, for what it's worth, for anyone thinking like, oh, is he moderating? Oh no, it he's a, definitely not. It was he, a meaningless gesture, he, he, right. even, even if it wasn't. Well, but it's it's if you're running for president, yeah, it even, means something to the rest of the nation. Yeah, California is not. You can't save California. Even if it was a meaningful gesture, though, you're right. It wouldn't have. Right, like he, he's, it still would have, uh, it, it still would have positioned him in the same way. I, I would to say run for th- president. I would say this, like, do something real. He's not going to do that. He's right. not no. going to do that. But he doesn't no. need to. Have you seen his hair? Uh, he's good hair. He's, he's got not, great hair. He's not doing anything real. All he's going to do is fucking text people and ask them why they're talking shit about him. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so the bill was passed by the state assembly, um, by both houses of the state assembly. And here's the, let's see, AB 957, if you look it up. Originally proposed the courts deciding custody cases must consider whether each parent affirmed the child's gender identity. So if you got divorced and there was a custody battle, if one parent said, yeah, the kid can cut his dick off, and the other one said, no, I'd rather he not, yeah. then the one, the dick off uh, parent gets the kid, essentially, mm-hmm. right? It could because the other parent is adjudicated to be a danger to the child yep. by not affirming their fucking... Stuff now, no, no mention of kids who want to be Batman, and whether or not you lose your child because you don't affirm their Batmanness. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's strange because uh, I let my ch- my my child wear a Batman costume all the time, and uh, but I just I do call him Batman. Yeah, but and did I you? Call him the but did you do the there. rest of the affirming care? Did you get him a cave? Uh, actually, I you stupid I, fuck. I hate to break it to you, but it's, it, they already did that in California. If you recall Bat Kid and the child who identified as Batman and then went around the entire city. Oh, that's right. Crap. Holy that was, shit. That, but, but, was that wasn't, but wasn't the adult dude like a guy that dressed up like Batman and went to children's hospitals and talked to the kids and stuff? I mean, this is I think this was actually a good thing. This one was a positive story. I don't remember. I, I can't either. He's like a terminal kid or something like something weird like that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there Lord. was there was two. There was one on uh, Vine, and then there was this guy. Uh, don't know which is which, but what, here here's what Newsom said. Um, he said he cannot sign the legislation. That he appreciates their passion and values that led the Democratic Assembly uh, woman Lori Wilson to introduce the bill, and he shares quote a deep commitment to advancing the rights of transgender Californians. An effort that has guided my decisions through uh, many decades in public office. That said. Uh, I urge caution <clears throat> when the executive and legislative branches of state government attempt to dictate in prescriptive terms that a single out one characteristic legal standards for the ju- judicial ban- branch apply. Other minded elected officials in California and other states could very well use this strategy to diminish the civil rights of vulnerable communities. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> so he's saying, I mean, that's a smart thing to say, to be honest, when you're, one of the things that any elected official should, should consider when making a rule, so it's clear, concise, and enforceable. Those are the three hallmarks of a good law, right? But in, 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 a, in modern times, it's also important to understand how that new law could be leveraged against you by your political opponent. You know what I mean? For example, if we are going to make um, something like the Patriot Act that gives broad-ranging spy capabilities domestically to the federal government because of Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. At what point do they start using it against us? And that's how you have to think about that. Um, <clears throat> but there's only, uh, aside from it being, as Bob said, 
he doesn't actually lose anything. Although Lori Wilson's lighting his ass up. Like the progressives are fucking going after him for this. But we'll we'll see if that continues. I mean, to, to, if anything, that makes him more empathetic to the center left. Right. Yeah, I think I think he did it for uh, like a a national campaign. It's a political move. It's not. It's not a principled move. I agree with you there. But it does mean, in my opinion, that I think he's running for president and in this election in 24 I because agree. you wouldn't spend that capital this early for 28 it mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to do that i agree um but does he beat rfk and then <laughs> what happens there well yeah because rfk won't have any money you don't think so no who the fuck's gonna pay for him george soros gave newsom a million and a half for his goddamn uh uh what do you call it the the recall campaign million and a half cash that's true from george soros to gavin newsom's fucking war chest you know what I mean? And who knows how many of his cutouts are spending, putting money into that as well. Newsom is the DNC's guy. That's who they want and as, as president. And I wouldn't be surprised if they, once they have him as president, uh, if, if it should happen, that they try to expand the Supreme Court to 13 or more and also try to abolish term limits and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised if any of that stuff happens. They're trying to remake the rules of government in a way that keeps them perpetually in power. That's what they've been doing, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this one's a, a big one, in, in my opinion, because I'm with you fully on this. I think this is the dude. I think Biden mm. is out of there at Christmas. I think it is Gavin Newsom. And you, you don't do this and go against your party if it weren't for the whole nation as a whole, because this is the one issue that you could really fucking jam him up with. Uh, through the rest of the election cycle if yeah. you wanted to, and now they're not going to be able to, where he's going to be able to come out and say, hey, guys, we need more science. We yeah. need more tests. He can go full Pontius Pilate. He sure can wash can. his hands and be like, you know what? You guys want Barabbas? Take Barabbas. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and also, FYI, trans, that's not a thing. Yep. It's just not a thing. Uh, it's not a thing. You're delusional. You belong in a fucking mental institution. That's like a... a, a we don't, we don't build him a fucking dragon. Well, let's sew some goddamn wings on this motherfucker, man, and give him, some, give him a flamethrower because he's let's a dragon it. now. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's not a thing. You're crazy. Shut the fuck up. Go away. Got shit to do. Our economy sucks. Get out of here. Uh, the other part of this, too, is uh, California's going to vote for him no matter what. I, they've had a recall. They've done all the things there. Nothing has ever worked on this guy. Yeah. He already has their vote. <clears throat> but So by him saying no to this stupid bill... Um, means nothing to, to the state of California, the Electoral College, all that shit. He's going to win that no matter what. It is not going to be Trump. It will be Gavin Newsom. Now, the rest of the nation has got to get on board with this guy. And I wonder, oh, God, I wonder if everybody else knows how bad California is. It's like, have you been there? Have you been to, to see how shitty it is there? Mm. And I spend as little time as I can if I have to go there now. And I don't know if they have, man. I mean, the, that shit came out uh, about San Francisco and the ghost towns and all that shit over the weekend. It's just like, do, do people not care? Do they forget? Or like, how would that shake out an election? I just don't think he has a chance. Am I crazy? You're talking about Newsom. Uh, if he ran against <clears throat> Trump, I just don't see how he has a chance being, seeing what a fucking horrific governor he was of that state. But I, I could be the one that's fucking retarded here. Uh, yeah, I mean, being uh, how, how successful of a governor was George Bush? He was actually pretty decent. Yeah, was I, he? I think he was. He and, was. And yeah. Reagan, Reagan had pretty good results in California too, right? He got rid of the guns. That's oh, true. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> did, like, but no, I, did, right? I mean, people I mean, the economy. People thought he was a right? so Yeah. The, everybody talks about Reaganomics. The economy under Reagan was it was good, but not because of him. 
like he raised taxes in five of the eight years he was and obviously he tripled the national debt well he just jacked up the debt yeah, yeah. so it, it made it seem like it was good yeah. but uh man so bush because i was here during that election i was actually shooting a, a movie down here so i was i was here during it from what i understood he was just kind of there you know what I'm saying? Like nothing yeah. bad went on, nothing great went on. But did anybody really think that here. George W. Bush was competent? Like in the 2000 election, I mean, before all of the press gaps and all this other stuff, what was the general sentiment on him? I don't really remember. He I was, was a the, bit of, at the time, he was kind of the dog going in. McCain yeah. was the favorite initially. <clears> and, and I think history kind of is like Bush ran a really aggressive campaign mm. that people kind well, of... We had Carl Rove, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, this was... Bush was kind of the almost, like, proto-Trump in getting mm. really a little more personal than yeah. before. I mean, I remember the press, a lot of pearl-clutching from mm. the press at the time. Well, they, they wouldn't... Dole wouldn't lean into it in 96, right? Yeah. He just wouldn't do it. Um, and, but they did have, you know... They, 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 their aggressive messaging started in, what, 94 with Newt Gingrich... The family first, but it was like family first was code for, you know, no, no black people, basically. Um, no, it's not right. But it, it, they, they were running aggressive messaging, but Bob Dole wouldn't do that. Right. So they had to wait for George W. Bush. But who knows if he even knew what the fuck was happening, <laughs> right. to be honest. Like it, <clears throat> Dick Cheney just needed somebody to be the president. So he could get his wars. That's all that really happened there. Pretty much. Right? But but the state, Texas, really, it's we're still coasting on the Richards Bush years. Yeah. And Richards and Bush back to back, both really fucking good. Modern Texas right now is basically from those two governorships. What about Perry? Perry was just Bush too. Mm. Yeah. Like Perry Perry really rode off a of Bush, and now Abbott is kind of riding off a of, like it's you know, imagine a wave. It's this big dope wave, and now it's just settling down, and that's yep. just kind of the that's kind of like Bush was part of the big part of the wave, the crest, and then Perry and Abbott just kind of going down, riding that. Well, ship. we live here now, and like I can tell you, being here, nobody's amped up about Abbott. You know, they like the wheelchair, and that's a fun thing, but that's kind of about it with with Greg Abbott, where you're just like, all right, uh, I like that he's shipping immigrants to other cities and stuff. That's fun, but other than that, I can't really name anything that's been he's been real <laughs> swell on. Uh, well, he's whereas, doing a better job with the border now than he was before. D'Anthony, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. If you didn't get the 50% off the bundle package, it's too late. It is now down to 40%, which is still a massive savings. But you do got to hop on these deals when they appear. Hopefully, it'll pop back up at the end of the year, but I don't know. Right now, take advantage of this before it goes away. 40% off. A mattress and adjustable base combined together. The Split King is the most popular version of it. Comes with two remote controls instead of one, but all the fun. Uh, Big fan of this. I've had it for four years. Uh, I can't imagine living without the adjustable base in my life. So, um, look. As a fucking host and somebody who's just telling you as a homie, dude, uh, if you're going to spend this kind of money on this type of product, I wouldn't steer you into this if it wasn't fucking great. I've literally owned one of these things for four years, and it's been in every single room in my house. Not only have I owned all the beds and the adjustable bases and all that shit, dude, I got the rest of it. I got the sheets. I got the pillows. Um, I have everything they offer 
except for the weighted blanket. Why? Because I can't sleep 14 hours a day, and that's what I heard you have. So if you do have the adjustable base and you're saying, Ross, I just need a mattress or those sheets that you mentioned or the pillows and all that stuff, 30% off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout over there. Big boy savings. Plus, when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. So hop on board that deal uh, before before that's gone, too. That'll stretch out your payments over three years. That will allow you to get all the deals that I mentioned and, and it be applicable with that and stretch it out over three years there. Hell of a savings still at ghostbit.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit even bigger now. They're even bigger now, dude. Celebrate your winning season with MyBookie's biggest welcome offer ever. 110% deposit match on your first deposit. Let's go. It used to be a hundo. They've gone up. They've gone even higher. They're testing me at this point, I feel like. Uh, the last two weekends, I've hit a seven-game parlay each of the last weekend. I got a better shot at being struck by lightning than that happening. I told you about it on air. They were amped about the first one. They were like, oh, congratulations. We'll repost it. They didn't repost this one. I think they're pissed. Tough shit. I pick winners, and I'm not going to apologize for it here. Actually, on, on fake news and all the shows, because we do it on Thursday uh, and the Monday show, I've been 6-0-1. I had one push. Uh, a backdoor push, but it doesn't matter. So if you tie on my bookie, you get your money back on there. I've been awesome. I'm going to go ahead and, and and give you my pick tonight. I think it's Eagles minus five. I'm all over the Eagles in this. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I think it's all bullshit down there, and I think the Eagles win by more than a touchdown. So my money is going on Eagles minus five tonight. Bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros to double that first deposit. All the way up to 110% now. That more than doubles it. Uh, and the cap is still $1,000. So if you put 1000 in, shit, you're going to get hundred and you're gonna $1,100 back. God damn, dude. Uh, that's awesome. There's a full slate of NFL and college games on and football. Plenty of options to bet on, like those parlays, those teasers, and all those prop bets. So if you play fantasy football and just want to bet on your favorite players and root for them, it's awesome just to have a little something on it in the background over there. Go to mybookie.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros to, to more than double that first deposit, up to 110% now at mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will surely do that for you right now. Next up, we got Ketone IQ talking about HVMN.com slash Drinking Bros. That is HVMN.com slash Drinking Bros. 30% off your first subscription order over there. Huge fan of this shit. I was just drinking on the top of the show here. Uh, that's legit, man. I take a shot of it every single, every single day, right before every single show. It is a shot of brain fuel. It is just fucking energy straight to the dome. It comes in those little shot bottles, the ones that I was drinking on air, or you can get a like a jug of it and just uh, measure it by the cap. Whatever you prefer there. Both are great. Uh, what is it? It's clean energy boost. No sugar, caffeine in this. When do you use it? You take a shot whenever you need to re-energize. And the brand name is HVMN, which stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition. Uh, please note, they're not a keto product. Uh, so if you're, if you're on a keto diet or whatever, it's not on there. 
Uh, 60% of the Tour de France uses ketone IQ, uh, and none of those fuckers are keto. Uh, military, the government also just invested, uh, I think, $6 million from the DOD there. So uh, a bunch of troops are drinking this as well. It's fucking awesome. I'm a huge fan of this company. I have a shot every single day. And whenever anybody comes in the studio, I usually got it hidden on the behind the desk. Don't steal it from me. We started keeping some outs for people, but my, my personal one is behind the desk because uh, I have a fear of running out. Now it's on a subscription, which is great. When we first started, they weren't. But now you can subscribe to it. So you go to hvmn.com slash drinking bros. Subscribe upon checkout for 30% off. Again, that is hvmn.com slash drinking bros. And uh, you're going to get 30% off subscription on it at checkout. Uh, if if you don't want to go online, you can go to your local Sprouts. They're in every single Sprouts, and they sell it by the shots in there as well. Try it once. Uh, do me this favor. Just try it once, man. If you're not focused up for like a good four to five hours, uh, go back to whatever other bullshit you're using. But uh, this one is different, man. I, I'm a big fan of these guys. Uh, last but not least, we got Hello. Hello, Fresh. HelloFresh.com slash Drinking Bros 50. I'm going to use the code Drinking Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months over there. Hello, Fred. I mean it tonight. I got a text from my wife. I'm having it tonight. Tonight, I'm got, uh, she made the bell peppers with the, uh, the ground beef in them. Uh, that is, is very uh, no carb friendly over there. Man, they got a ton of options over there. So, look, if you're into keto, if you're into uh, Atkins diet type shit, if you're into vegan shit, they got everything. They got recipes for everything over there. The beauty of them is uh, they got 40 different recipes plus. So you go on their site. It's all fresh. Uh, it's it's basically like shopping at the grocery store, but it just shows up at your house. Mine gets delivered every single Monday morning. Uh, it's packed in these uh, huge ice packs. It's all fresh uh, vegetables and uh, and meats for the week and all that stuff. It comes with a little card in it as well. It's a recipe card. Uh, those recipes can be made in about 15 to 20 minutes. It's everything that you would buy for your family at the grocery store, except without Biden inflation in it. There's no inflation in this at all, and uh, and it's some of the tastiest meals you can get. I mean, it's identical. If you're just going in and picking out produce, going to the meat section, picking out meats, uh, it is identical, except it ships to your house with a little card, 15 to 20 minutes to cook. You're good to go. The portions are big enough, dude. I, me and my wife order, so if you're on there, just order the, the dinner for two. Uh, my kids are still eating chicken nuggets and that bullshit because they're little, but uh, my wife and I eat this four to five nights a week, uh, have for years and years on here, and uh, big fan of these guys. They're more than just dinners, too, by the way, so if you're looking for easy breakfasts or quick lunches or fresh snacks, they got a ton of that on there, and you just rack it up in the cart, uh, and it's great, man. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 Use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash Bros 50 and use the code Bros 50 for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. He is, yeah. And, and look, somebody has to take an active role in that because our federal government isn't doing shit. So... It's not like he has a choice either in this. Well, the federal government is doing something. Are they? Yeah, they're cutting the razor wire to allow the illegal immigrants to come in. 
So I saw that, and I didn't know who that was or why. It's the federal government. It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, why is because they were ordered to, but it's okay because they were just following orders, right? Yeah. And we, well, should we skip ahead of that one, that story? <clears throat> why not? Yeah, we can. Let's segue into it here. 2,000 illegals per day are now entering the state of Texas here, particularly uh, El Paso, a Texas mayor is uh, sounding the alarm amid a dramatic spike in migrant crossing in the U.S. border, <laughs> saying his city has reached a breaking point. Uh, the city of El Paso only has so many resources, uh, and we've come to a breaking point right now. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser, a Democrat, said at a news conference Saturday, uh, Leeser's comments come as El Paso has faced over 2,000 migrants per day crossing the border and seeking asylum in the city putting a strain on resources and overflowing the available shelter space. Yeah, so <clears throat> the same kind of talk you heard from Adams, Eric Adams in New York a few months ago, but now he's been brought to heel by the DNC. Like, hey, you got to stop talking shit about Biden. And you see his tone change real quick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He, yep. he's, a, he's a fucking embarrassment. But this is... Uh, <clears throat> I wonder about this. Our buddy Gerard Michaels was talking about this on uh, Legion of Skanks the other day. Um, I think he was talking to Gomez about it. But it's like, should we just let the car crash? You know what I mean? It's like, you voted for all this. Mm -hmm. We told you not to. We told you it was going to be fucked, and you voted anyway, and you called us stupid and racist for saying not to vote for it. Right? And right. Then, then you went and voted for it, and now you're reaping it. So, you know... Should we let the car like it lessons not learned in blood are soon forgotten? I'm, I'm torn on it um, because <clears throat> I think we should let these major cities be overrun and provide them no assistance. But 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 here's the thing. They are. And yeah, but we're do, fucking bailing them out. But but do well, not San Francisco. Right. So San Francisco, L.A. That's, that's a different problem. That's drugs and crime that we're talking about illegal immigration here. OK, and I think, and so as far as illegal immigration is it, like is concerned. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've thought the same exact thing where it's just like, hey, do you just open up the, do you cut all the wire? Do you just find the nearest blue fucking state and drop them off? Yeah. And let them in. Well, that's, and it's happening and, and in, then, in New York then, City right yeah. now. And, and then build a wall between fucking Texas and everywhere else or wherever you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like build a literal wall because that kind of wall would work on a land border. On a land border, yeah, sure. But when there's fucking sea borders, that's stupid. That's not going to work. So with this, yeah, <clears throat> is that what you do at this point? Because, you know, in, in other articles, everybody's bitching about a new round of, uh, I guess there's a huge fucking train from Venezuela that's coming up here that's getting ready to cross the border and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, it's something crazy. There's a crazy stat. So if like 90% of them are men. Um, yeah, like, well, we showed that video last week of that uh, island in Italy, right? Right. Um, and it was 9,000 people, all dudes. Yeah, all, all dudes. All dudes. Um, yeah, it's going to be the same. It's, it's all dudes claiming fucking th that they have some credible fear to go back to where they came from. I, I can't because of this. It's like, sorry about your bad luck, bud. Yep. You know, pick up a gun and go fight for your country. Or that, that that's that I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, if you're afraid to live in your home country anymore because there's cartels, go fucking start killing people. That, that's, and then maybe that's, your grandkids will have a fucking safe place to stay. But that's what we did here in America. It's what everybody's done, uh, like over all of time. So I don't understand why 
everybody's so ex- like accepting of these fucks coming in and then being like, oh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll totally take care of them. No, we don't have the money or the resources anymore. No, fucking uh, South Park figured this shit out a long time ago with their Goo Backs episode. Remember that? Mm-mm. The time travelers, the beige uh, multi-ethnic time travelers that came back because it sucked in their time, so they wanted to come work menial jobs for low pay so they could invest the money, and by the time they went back a thousand years into the future, their families would be, they would be fine, right? <laughs> and at the end of the show, it's like, oh, well, if, uh, if something sucks somewhere and we just bring everybody to the place where it's good, they're eventually going to make it suck there too. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. America fucking sucks right now. It does, but the only way out of it is to one tough on crime, well, no, two there's tough another on border. Way. There's another way. What's that? There's another way. Uh, you get back in the pile. Back in the pile? Yeah. So their solution ultimately on South Park was if we all turn gay and start fucking each other mm-hmm. and not have any more kids anymore, that future won't even exist. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. So back on the pile. Um, and Here you go. Yeah, we're on Patreon, right? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, will they ding us for this? No. All right. These unemployed men have been having sex for several days. Joining me now is their spokesperson, Randy Marsh. Mr. Marsh, what exactly are you trying to accomplish? We're doing the only thing we can do. If our government is just going to let anybody into our time who wants to come, then we have to take matters into our own hands. We're trying to turn everyone gay so that there are no future humans. Present day America number one. Yeah, America. Dig our jobs. Holy shit. You don't remember that? It's fucking hilarious. Wow. But that is the only reasonable solution to the problems we have today is to start banging dudes. It kind of feels like that. And do you just let it all go to hell? I really do think we need to let the car crash. Okay. Well, look, I think four more years of this, it it, it will. It will have crashed at that point. So maybe we should vote for Biden. And just fucking steer this thing right into the fucking iceberg. God, is that the solution? The final solution. I, I mean, is it? Like, I'm, you wonder at this point of like, hey, when will this turn around? <laughs> when will you understand that we can't do any of this? Everything fucking sucks. Taxes are going to keep going up, all that other shit. Uh, because the, another thing that I hate besides taxes is tolls. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate tolls. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, if you're not taxing enough for your fucking state, don't make me drive through a goddamn bolt booth every 10 feet on a fucking highway. We just went through that in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. That's right. That's where Buttigieg is from, our, our yeah. secretary of transportation. Yeah. Everybody's paying fucking 10 cents every fucking five feet you walk. He was the mayor of a town that had like 35 people in it, and now he's the secretary um, of transportation. No, he was the mayor of the town you were at. I know. There's like 35 South fucking Bend? people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck you up. Now it all a, makes sense. It's not even a real town. It's like being the fucking mayor of Vatican City. Yeah, dude. dude. Like, you're not, the only thing that was there was the university. Well, Vatican City has actual human beings living in it, not fucking bridge trolls and students. Yeah. Um, Indiana's a fucking shithole. Did you see, uh, Bob, go to Twitter and pop up, uh, just type in Peter Ducey from Friday. Uh, they wouldn't even let him <laughs> ask the question about immigration on oh, yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah. She just, she we're just moving, we're moving on. We're moving on. This is going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And what's your answer for it going to be? Um, I think we, well, Trump is talking about how he's going to conduct the largest deportation effort in the history of humanity, right? Unlikely. 
I don't know how you get that done either. I don't well, know how you get that I mean, that I passed. know how you get it done. You fucking drive around and ask people for ID, and if they don't have it, you fucking scan their biometrics, and if they have an alien number and it shows they're not in the country legally, you put them on a fucking plane. Oh, I, look, I, I know <clears throat> physically how you do it. I don't know legally how you would get past the challenges of Congress and Senate to do you it. You don't need the Congress or the Senate to do that. Do you he, not? No, he's the executive branch administrator. These fucking little rules that they make, like, oh, a pistol brace is illegal now. The ATF said so. The ATF doesn't make laws, motherfucker. That's why that law got struck down. Because um, that would be great to just get in there and say, hey, we're yeah. going to do this and that's it. Yeah. The, these law, these, uh, so DACA is in a stay right now, the one that lets the kids mm-hmm. um, 16 and under stay or that came here before they were 16. There's a stay on that right now, but it hasn't been extended and it hasn't been expanded the way the Democrats want. So the courts have held it up. But as far as like that, that was entirely an executive order situation, right? The, the president, unfortunately, uh, shouldn't have any of these powers, but does like the War Powers Act and all these other ones uh, to do crazy shit like that. Pre- president Trump on day one can fucking have... USCIS and CBP changed their policies to be if you are committing the crime of being unlawfully present in the United States, you will be deported today. Yeah. Right? With no fucking expedited deportation. Everybody can 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 be put into that list. He's There's, he's leaning into everything foreign getting out of the country because he wants what, ten percent tariffs on all foreign goods as well? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean the same thing he did with uh Russia and China. But with every single foreign yeah. good. Yep. Which is not the worst idea, to be honest. No. Uh, play this clip from uh, Jean-Luc Picard, so whatever the fucking name is. what do you call is. it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no. No, 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 no. No, you can't. Green? I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move on. You're answering on. No, 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 we're moving on. Green, moving. Please. In the back. No, you said you were stopping the flow the of the border. No, no. I tried to migrants. answer... Peter, uh, okay. I tried to answer the question. You stopped me. Let's go. Okay, so... I mean, that's that's kind of what you're that's all you can say and do at this point. And when you have a, a Democratic mayor who says we have a crisis on our hands and we need help and you're not helping him, yeah. I don't know what else you could possibly do. Well, speaking of Democrats in Texas, uh, there's now one less of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Dal- Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson announced Friday that he's switching to the Republican Party. No shit. Which, would not, which will make Dallas the largest city in the in the country that has a Republican mayor, because most is that of them, true? Oh yeah, I didn't by know far, that. Yeah, I mean Dallas is like the. Eight, it always seems eight, big when I'm there, but I, I really don't know much about it to be honest with you. It's in the top ten largest cities in the country, so obviously none of none of the rest of them, like L.A. and fucking Boston, New York, are yeah. definitely not. No, definitely not. Uh, Atlanta's not Houston, either. Houston, Atlanta, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, what was the reason for the switch here? Um... Well, technically, the mayoral office is nonpartisan in Texas, right? But uh, it's kind of symbolic from him. So he was elected mayor in 2019. He was a Democrat in the House of Representatives of Texas for uh, over a decade. Um, He was kind of on the... So he's been mayor there since 2019. He's The the entire time, he's been against the defund the police bullshit. Um, And... Uh, he, here is a quote from him. He says, this is hardly a red wave, but it's clear that the nation and its cities have reached a time for choosing and the overwhelming majority of Americans who call our cities home deserve to have real choices, not, quote, progressive echo chambers at City Hall. Um, yeah, so I, I think 
probably just was a, a normal Democrat back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, but the Democratic Party is fucking crazy now. That, that's, that's the real point. They're, they're trying to like fucking do drag shows, cut kids' dicks off, and defund the police and shit. And, and that is, it doesn't work for anybody. And, and, you know, living in a big city like New York, like having lived there, I've seen two different parties there run the city properly uh giuliani well technically three bloomberg because bloomberg was a dem and an independent right although he was only independent as mayor i believe but both worked but they both had the same policies on crime and we don't have that anymore in any of these fucking cities with democratic mayors and i don't fucking get it yeah um it's just it's wild to me and i think this guy with dallas and everything that's going on yeah, eventually it gets to a breaking point where you're just like, all right, we've got to arrest some people here and keep people <clears throat> yeah. safe yeah. if we're going to yeah. keep stealing money from them for taxes and property taxes and all this other shit. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, it seems pretty obvious. We, we've got um, 200 years now of, of criminal theory, right, since, since modern policing began in the late 19th century. We have some pretty good, pretty good theory on... <clears throat> how policing is meant to work, community policing, um, broken window theory and things like this that, are, that have been demonstrated to be pretty accurate. We know how it works. If you don't punish crime, crime goes up. It's really that fucking simple. That's it. Uh, and we, we also have an example on the books of Democrats and Republicans in the same fucking city making it work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, uh, yeah. In the biggest city, not, not necessarily the biggest city on earth, but the biggest city on earth. It's fucking New York City. I know. You know what I mean? And it was New York City during its heyday in the 90s and 2000s, not mm-hmm. the shit that's going on now. Right. Uh, the Texas Democratic <laughs> Party expressed a lack of surprise on the switch. And it said, but the voters of Dallas deserve to know where he stood before he ran for re-election as mayor. Uh, the party said in a statement, he wasn't honest with his constituents, and he knew he would lose to a Democrat if he flipped before the election. Uh, maybe. This is, but and this is his last term. You can only serve two terms as mayor of Dallas. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. maybe, I, or or maybe he's preparing to run for that Senate seat. Oh, and uh, yeah, the, the one that's coming up here. Maybe yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I'm just not a fan of uh, either of our senators. Ted Cruz, definitely not him. No, not him. Uh, who's the other one? <clears throat> John Cornyn. I don't know much about corn and what's his, what's his whole sitch? Really into corn. Is he? Just corning? That's all he does. Man, I'm out here corning every fucking day, bro. He's, 71, do, bro. he's 71 years old. That's his problem. Oh, is he 71? Yeah, Jesus go fucking home, dude. Yeah, go, yeah. go to your fucking retirement community. At least Ted Cruz is 52. Okay. Is he really? Although he looks like he's 70. He does look older. Yeah. He look but older he, he's, he's a young man. That's weird. Just I would have switched it. I would have switched it. Now. Yeah, I'm tired of these geriatrics. Same. Just get the fuck out of here. I don't like old people in the first place. You've sure always gonna, been against old people. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to what they fucking say anymore. Uh, next up, Canada goes full Nazi. Uh, Canadian Jewish organizations and social media critics are slamming the Canadian parliament for giving a man who fought for the Nazis a standing ovation during an event featuring Ukrainian presidents. Vladimir Zelensky uh, in the country today. The FSWC is appalled that Canada's parliament gave a standing ovation to Ukrainian veteran 
who served in a Nazi military unit during the Second World not, War. Not a Nazi military unit, the Waffen-SS. What is that exactly? The, it's the paramilitary version of the SS, right? Oh, shit. So the SS has uh, uh, standard divisions, and then the paramilitary think like ground branch CIA, right? Waffen SS. Okay. The one they primarily were in charge of <clears throat> the uh, the uh, Holocaust, right? Like they, this, these are the guys. That oh, got those the, the, so it's the top dogs. They're the ones that got the job, the the real work done. In <laughs> uh, so far as that goes, so it's like he grind wasn't twenty four seven. What's that? Grinding twenty four seven. Yeah, they dude. were on that grind, rise and grind, and yep. they were grinding Jewish bodies into fucking powder. Right. Uh, and this guy, like it, the, the, the press keeps doing this shit. They keep saying guy associated with Nazis. And now there's a it, it's a controversy. And it's like not associated with Nazi is is a fucking Nazi and not like a private in the third Panzer Division or something like that. He was in, he was in the fucking Waffen SS. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's a lot of dudes who served in you know World War Two for Germany. You can just be like, well, you know. It's just some dude. Yeah, it's just some guy. Didn't have probably didn't have a lot of say in anything. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you're in the SS, <clears throat> you you're a volunteer, and you had to, and you, you you I think you literally had to pass some certain like purity tests to get in in terms of like belief and stuff like that. It depends on where you're from. I don't know about Ukrainians um, because when they they did expand, I think in the late mid to late 30s, sometime they expanded the Waffen SS to include conquered territories as well. And I'm not sure they required the same. Ukraine wouldn't have been under their control till 41. Yeah, till so, Operation Barbarossa. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if uh, if he would have had to have passed a purity test, but just by looking at him, it seems like he probably would have passed. Sure, sure. Do we have a video of this, Bob? Oh yeah, a video of the <laughs> Parliament in Canada giving a him a standing ovation. Oh, wow, look at that! Dude. Look at this Nazi. Look at this fucking Nazi. And he's, and he's look, he's just drinking it in, dude. Yeah. Oh wow, Iron Hitler! Yeah, we did it. During the Second World War. And look, there's this fucking brown people <sighs> wow, clapping for this dude. literal the Russians. Nazi. Our allies. And there's no, by the way, there's not one white person in the room. Play that video again. There's not one white person. I mean, not not brown person in that room. Wow, there's one standing next to him. Is there? (laughs) But this is Canada. There's a bunch of Pakistanis there. There Well, Pakistanis, there you go. A 98-year-old Ukrainian-Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War. Holy fucking shit, dude. So I this, didn't see the video. That's this, fucking insane. And he is drinking it in. This man. is how. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Thank this you is guys. how. This is how this corruption of the mind. When you hero worship, or when there is a problem in society, and you let somebody convince you that they're the ones with the solution, and anybody who is against them is against making life better. Mm-hmm. That's the bad guy because he's not with us. It goes so far <clears throat> that you can take a fucking Nazi and make them a hero just because they're against Russia today when Russia was our fucking ally in World War II. Man, dude. I mean, it is, it, it is fucking insane. <laughs> don't, don't cry for a single dead Soviet, but, you know, still. No, do. certainly not. I, commies are fucking commies so far as I can tell. Yeah. Well, Rob, <clears throat> the narrative a couple of years ago before all this was uh, Russia actually won the World Yeah, War America II. didn't do yeah, shit. It was all Russia. They would have won anyway. And then yeah, they sure ran that back pretty quick. Yep, 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 yep. So, so let me ask you this. Uh, I understand why Zelensky's there. He's begging out for money for all over the world and all that other shit, mm-hmm. right? Why this guy? What was part of that? He's Ukrainian. 
And he's a hero of the World War. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So they were trying to make it a thing of like, oh, hey, we, here's another Ukrainian yeah. guy that we can throw into the mix at this place. Yeah. And nobody bothered to do the, the back. Oh, no, they background. did. So unfortunately, um, I, I just saw this on Twitter before the show started, but apparently somebody, uh, there, there's a lady explaining how they did look into him. From the, oh, really? From the Canadian government, yeah. And they said that they're we're like, yeah, good we to go. Reviewed and checked everything. No shit. Did you check his fucking closet for Hugo Boss, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn Nazi. A literal Nazi, man. Come on. Like, I, oh. we, we can play these fucking games where we pretend like the boogeyman is real and all that shit. That guy is the real boogeyman. He looked fine it's to like me. It's like that. You know? Remember that movie, <laughs> The Apt Pupil? Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where there's this like a secret Nazi living in America. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out there's thousands of them, first of all, right? And they live all over the place in really nice homes. And and that was Here? part of Yeah, it's called Operation Paperclip. No shit. The the operation that brought <clears throat> Nazi scientists over so we could beat the Russians to the moon and and to the bomb and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um yeah, they, they also brought over quite a few Nazi civilians from the intelligence operations, like from the Gestapo and from their intelligence services to give us intelligence in exchange for Here's a farm. No shit. Yeah. I didn't so know that. So it's not just Argentina, bud. Okay. America's full of Nazis, too. That's funny, man. I yeah. didn't know that. And the, and the party that calls everybody Nazis is a plotting one. Yeah. So here we are, folks. Zelensky's really on a world tour here, isn't he? I mean, he's going to every single country possible. How does one even have a chance to oversee this war that they're supposed to win? What war? The war against uh, Russia. I right mean, he's now. not fighting a war. He's dressed like it, Dan. No. He's dressed like he's in the, he's on the fucking he's in the trenches. He's doing it. Like he's a general. Uh so Trudeau gave an interview earlier today where he said to be weary of quote Russian disinformation when asked about uh the Waffen SS Nazi he brought into the House of Commons today. Or yes yeah, yesterday. He's like, God, oh, it's Russian disinformation. It always is, isn't it? Well, and it gets better because <clears throat> this will dovetail into our last story. But Hillary's out there talking about election interference again, about how the Russians are going to try to interfere with our election. Oh, the Russians again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jesus remember Christ. Remember that story that yeah, was debunked? Yeah, I remember. I remember. The one, that, the one that she paid a foreign intelligence asset to fabricate for her? Yep. Still does. Yeah. She's at, she was on Jen Psaki's show this weekend. Was she? Um, yeah. uh, well, former, I, don't know, I don't know when it was, but yeah. well, it says former yeah, Secretary Sunday. of State Hillary Clinton sat down with MSNBC's Jen Psaki for an interview that aired on Sunday and said that uh, we should be talking about potential election interference leading up to 2024. He has indeed interfered in our elections in the past, Psaki said, referring to uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's not something, as you experience firsthand, it's not something we talk about a lot. What? Do you- <laughs> what? Ru- no, yeah, we never talked about Russia. Oh, God, dude. Or Russia collusion. Or or just Russia, Russia, Russia God all goddamn damn, day long. Uh, and then she goes on to ask, do you fear uh, that it is something that could be happening in 2024? Or do you think we should be talking about it more? And Clinton said... Uh, we should be talking about potential election interference more because she had no doubt he has done it before. Uh, her exact statement was, I don't think, despite all of the deniers, that there is any doubt that he interfered in our election or that he has interfered in many ways in the internal affairs of other countries. 
funding political parties, funding political candidates, buying off government officials in different places. Is she just describing the U.S. government right now? It's what it sounds like. And this is what Trump is being tried for currently in the state of Georgia. Like, hey, could you just look into it maybe and see if, I don't know, there's anything going on down there? Well, keep in mind that the Russia collusion story has been proven to be a fully fabricated hoax. But nobody did anything about it. Once that that went to Senate. She paid a fine. Yeah, that was it. She paid a $2,500 fine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, No fines for smashing up all the, the... the phones and for some reason pouring bleach on them. I still don't know why you would have done that. That's bizarre. Uh, and just, I, I said this, this will come out on a citizen episode from next week, but I want to give everybody the opportunity to hear this very sage advice. If you're trying to cover up a crime scene, right? Mm-hmm. Don't use bleach. It doesn't work. It's just going to smear your DNA around. You can use ammonia. You can use isopropyl alcohol. They'll kill go. the DNA. Just don't murder. But if, but you if know, you're if out got, there, if you got to, yeah, then just know the facts of the case, I guess. Anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, she's she also said Putin was trying to expand his reach by seizing territory in a brutal way. I don't know. I mean, I kind of get the sense that the American political class is trying to cast Russia as a boogeyman and then uh, uh, and then provoke them into doing stuff that makes that makes that true after mm-hmm. the fact, right? You know what? Um, really so like in, invading Ukraine was not a nice thing to do, but invading Iraq and Afghanistan weren't nice things to do either. Yep. You know what I mean? And we did that because we felt like our nation was threatened and people in the Washington political class still feel very justified and self-righteous about that fact when they were completely and demonstrably wrong about it. But Russia, on the other hand, has had NATO pu- pushing up against its border, Jupiter missiles and fucking Europe with our rockets pointed right at their fucking capital for decades mm-hmm. for for at least 30 years now that's been going on and they try to ex- they try to create what we call standoff which is not necessarily our territory but territory that we occupy so we can fucking have a bit of a buffer zone between us and a potential attack that's a normal thing to do right um yeah it's it's unsavory a lot of people are dying i don't support russia's bullshit at all but you know th- this we're, we we're pretending like Russia is an unprovoked boogeyman just bent on world domination. That's not true. The people that were bent on world domination were the Nazis, and they're in your fucking team, bud. Yeah, and, and as this uh, continues to go further, doesn't this also feel like they're setting up for his loss? Because you're already starting this with the election oh, yeah, interference yeah. and you're 13 <clears throat> yeah, months yeah. out. Yeah, that's what they'll do. It, it'll, it, it, we're just going to play like a slightly different version of 2016. Trump's going to win the election next year and they're going to fucking roast him for, oh, this is Russia collusion the whole time. And then whatever the fuck else, then there'll be another pandemic probably. Who knows? I'm not sure, but this, this feels identical to 2016 Mm -hmm. again. Um, And it's, uh, it's pretty shocking to see that nobody would Colorado. I mean, you have a former president on trial saying that he was interfering with an election, then now you're talking about election interference. So which is it? Do we have safe uh, elections well, or not? Well, 2020 was the safest, most secure election in the history of the country. It, it, it was, because they won, right? Correct. Right. That, but 2016, that, it wasn't. 2024, it doesn't look like there's yeah. going to be either. Oh, no. So... No, there's, there, there, there have been conversations behind the scenes about lockdowns and shit like that, but it's getting shut down pretty quick. I think... 
I think the leftist political establishment is worried about having overplayed their hand right now. I do too, because I I think we were on the brink of that. And you and I travel a lot. uh, And we've seen masks and all the the things that are sort of getting in place. And you and I have (laughs) chatted about it when we walk through these airports. Like, are they getting ready to lock this motherfucker down? Because this is what it feels like. And, uh, And it hasn't happened yet because I think people would fucking riot. Yeah. Like, I think people would have a meltdown this time. Yeah, and the other the other part of this interview that was just extremely funny, I guess, um, <clears throat> she said, Clinton, Hillary said, um, that Trump's like to engage in what psychologists call projection. You know the thing about him, and I'm not the only, one, only person who's noticed this, is he engages in what psychologists call projection, which is to say, I'm going to accuse you of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Self-projection through accusation, I think is the phrase Freud used. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard, sincerely. Oh, yeah. Right? Because we didn't know in 2016 that Hillary was doing all this shit and accusing Trump of what she was actually doing. Because that's what happened. Hillary was accusing Donald Trump of doing specifically what she was doing mm-hmm. and what Biden was doing in Ukraine, right? Yeah. Exactly the same thing. And there was like, oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. But now everybody knows. Everybody knows that she's guilty of this shit. She paid a fine for it. Everybody knows that she worked with an unregistered foreign agent, Steele, to create this dossier that was just made up bullshit. None of it was real, right? Everybody knows that it's fake. And she's still out in a major media company saying this stuff in public unchallenged by anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I guess... This is just the fucking world we live in. It, it is. And I think it's going to be a never-ending cycle of this bullshit as we keep going. Uh, last story of the day here. The writer's strike uh, is over. Uh, the writer's signs late last night with the studios to a tentative agreements to get back to work. What is unknown are the details of the deal. Yes, what the writers had to give up and what the studios had to give up. Uh, it is still pretty early here, and they are hammering out Uh, the final details of this contract as we speak. Uh, It's almost as if, I don't know, we said this eight months ago. uh, As soon as that force majeure clicked out, and we almost had it by the exact date. I said October 1st, or it's Mm. September 25th here. Um, As soon as that force majeure kicked in and they were able to cancel $700 million worth of uh, bad deals in the Mm. past, uh, it is is all over now. Uh, But the actors are still left. So that one is, is the one to watch out to. It's fine that the writers are back. So late night and all that shit could probably go back to work this week. As soon as it is signed, signed, like whoever's signature that is, whoever runs that mm-hmm. fucking board, uh, signed, side, late night can go back to work immediately. Yeah. And uh, I think we knew this was probably going to happen with Bill Maher when he said, hey, I'm going to hang on for a bit. I talked to somebody and it looks like they're about to hammer out a deal. That was actually the first time that anybody had said that on either side, but yeah. the dates match up. Uh, so now Screen Actors Guild is going to be on the clock here if they want to get to any form of television, which we talked about last week. They've that got a week to start now, basically. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to force them back to the table I mean, and try to get back into it, this. They'll, ha- they'll be able to pick up on productions they left off, but anything as far as spinning up anything new, not one prayer. Mm-hmm. Not, not to publish before the end of the year anyways. No. Um, now, what this means for your favorite TV shows and movies and all that other stuff, uh, movie-wise, it's going to be bleak for a little bit until they catch back up and finish shooting some of all there this was other a, there, shit. There was a lot of stuff already in production in the can, yeah. that'll, that'll get picked up. And, uh, <clears throat> and made, it's good for independent films. Yeah, yeah. So at these festivals, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more independent films were bought. 
those are going to be coming out, so it's yeah. going to give some shine to those yeah. guys, there's, which is a good thing. And there's some stuff that's in uh, that needs pickup shots and just editing mm-hmm. that'll make it out as well. Some pretty good series, I'm told, are coming out, yep. especially um, that that are that are on the horizon. I think there's actually going to be God. Who? What was the? I saw it this morning. Yeah, the office is going to reboot. Why? 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 I read that too. It's the and most I was like, why? wildly popular series of all time. But it's That's not going to be with the original cast. Oh no, of course not. That's not what a reboot is. I, no, I get it, but it's so iconic. I don't know how you recast that one. Well, how many every every cop TV show is The Office? It's either a funny like Brooklyn Nine Nine is The Office just with cops. Yeah, yeah, does, yeah, like that. That is a trope. That's that setting is. So is Parks and Recreation. Yeah, so it's, like, it's all the same. It's just a fucking office. Silicon Valley. Let's just those call it shows. something other than The Office, and then I'm, <clears throat> then, I'm then I'll buy into yeah. it. Anything but they're, The but Office. It's Ranch Water. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just using the free branding. I, I, I'm tell- that's all it is. I'm telling you, the neck. The, you can only make a Holocaust film now if it's a Magneto origin story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it's the only true, way man. you're going to get your Holocaust film. I don't made. give a damn about your damn striped pajamas. Get out of here. All that <laughs> bullshit. I need some X-Men. The weirdest thing is, like, uh, you know, with, with all these strikes and everything else, like, box office-wise, you've had the, the, one of the strongest years of all time, mostly driven by original content. Um, like, one, one and a half. Oppenheimer, totally original. Yeah, Barbie Barbie's, is IP though. It is certainly, but this but the, it's never the been done. Was completely unique, right? Yeah, it's it's never oh, been it's done. Than, and, it's and certainly better than a remake. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so most of this, the cool shit, even fuck the Equalizer with goddamn Denzel Washington, part three of the Equalizer destroyed in the box office. Like people do have an appetite to go and see cool shit, and uh, I don't know why they just don't apply that to television because it exists. I promise you. There is plenty of original scripts out there for everyone, and uh, that would blow people's minds. Why dip back into this reboot shit? I just don't get it, especially the uh, the Office. Um, don't you have a signed Dwight Schrute on your desk from Doctor Frank right there? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Like, yeah. it, it's just how do you replace Dwight and Michael Scott? And yeah, you don't. don't though. You just find other fun, like oddball characters, and and put them in an and that's what every fucking. Every sitcom is that, but the office now like is fr- just friends, people in their house. There fr- is no office. Yeah, that but, fr- goes to but friends just took place in a coffee shop in an apartment. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Seinfeld. It took place in a fucking deli. Yeah, in a, in an apartment. It's the same premise over and over and over again. It'll be. F- I'm sure it'll be great if. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant are involved. It's going to be great because uh, they've never put out anything that's not great. I, I don't know that they are, but well, uh, they arguably, arguably America's goat. Showrunner, show creator is involved. The guy who did the original Office, Greg Daniels. Okay, yeah, so. Greg Daniels is the shit. Yep, yep he's yep, he's yep. a bit. So he, I don't know if he was ever going to work on Parks and Rec, but they gave it to Moe Schrute instead. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know what his real name is, but the guy oh, that played Moe's in the Office, he's yep. the he's the guy from Mike but, Sure. But yeah, yeah sure, Mike yeah. But he's great too. If he was involved, I'd be thrilled about that too. He's a really good showrunner. So yeah, um, I, I'm sure it'll be great. But they're just milking off the fucking. Office, the office tit. I mean, that's yeah. name. I name recognition is one of the first things you got to deal with. At, at the very least, do it in a way where it's like, 
I don't know, like it's Law and Order SVU, Law and Order CSI, or what, no. you know what I mean? Like CSI, or I'm sorry, CSI New Orleans, CSI <laughs> right, right. LA. Change the like city. The office, yeah. but yeah. in Chicago, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it'll be a different city. It's not going to be a paper company. Dude, but that's Scranton, thing, though, Are right? they just really going to, if they put it back in Scranton or whatever, you can just kiss that fucking thing goodbye. Oh, yeah, you, that, that would be a terrible, terrible decision. I can't imagine that's what it's going to be. It was a weird project to announce the day the writer's strike ended. <laughs> Oh, hey, guess what? We brought the writers back because we needed originality. But we're really putting all our money into the Office reboot. We were like, holy shit. I don't know. I, I bet it's going to be good. It was, a, it was a lot of snark from the writers down there. They were like, oh, thank God we, we came back to Hollywood to rewrite somebody else's shit again, uh, which is pretty fucking funny. Um, real curious to see these details, though, uh, as to what they gave up for the long run and everything else, especially regarding AI. That was the big one for them, and uh, I wonder if this is a point of, like, they gave a little bit of AI up, and then because it's a three-year deal, and then in the rest of the three years, the studios come back and take the rest of AI. Not yeah. sure how that's going to work out, but, uh, but really curious, um, because this is a big one. This is, this is the, the turning point of all of this AI shit, is uh, who has control over what, why, and then how much people are going to get paid. Um, because a lot of industries are going to go through this, not just the writers and actors. Yeah. Uh, I can promise you that. But uh, look out for an actor's deal soon. It, this, you got you to gotta think a week tops here for something like this. Yeah. I mean, that's <clears> – they've <throat> got two weeks to get it done at the, at the outside edge. To, writers to have, to have can at least get back in, correct. Yeah, yeah. To have programming yeah. done. They, they've got a little bit of buffer because the writers are back now. But you, you got two weeks from today probably. Before or otherwise, you're fucked for the fall. Yep, I agree. And, except for just stuff that was already mostly done and in the can, and then trying to get <clears throat> Costner back to Yellowstone. We'll see how that works. Out. Yeah, but even then, you can't do promotion until the actor strike is over. So even stuff that's already in the can, even if everything's filmed, they can't do go out and do promote. They can't do podcasts or TV shows or press junkets or nothing for that until that strike is over. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Is he here? Is he back there? Yeah, he's got a fucking baby. We got two. We got two. Well, the one with the mustache, the guy with the baby, you've been on, right? Have you been on the show? Bring the baby. Yeah, yeah, he's been on the show. We'll have him bring the baby yeah, up the here baby just to, to show him what a, what a bad parent he is. Can't, you can't let him listen to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, come on up, sir. Check Look at you. Out. Look at this, dude. About an inch from my mouth. Yeah, Ready there it is, dude. There it is. You know the rules, man. Yeah, you got enough. the Coors Banquet shirt yeah, on. Yeah, good to go. Fuck yeah, dude. You drinking mm. some hard AFs over there? Oh, yeah. Cheers, brother. The reason why I swung by today to pick some <laughs> up, go into some family's house, and I might come back out tomorrow to catch some more shows. But, really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Tell yeah. everybody your name. Uh, Henry. Henry. Yeah. Last name? Take one guess. <laughs> What's the worst last name for Henry? Benry. Henry Benry. Ford. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck Where's up. Where's the applause for that? Give yeah. him applause Come for that, on. Delco. Henry Ford is on the show today. Yeah. There, yes. Henry <laughs> Ford is on the show today. Yeah. That's insane. Did you ask your parents why? Uh, Henry's a family name. I'm related to the people that killed Jesse James. Oh, and, really? No yeah, shit. You got a, a dope-ass stash, though. Thank you. Yeah, you yeah. look like you're from the old West. <laughs> That's I'm, uh, I'm growing it out, seeing what I can do with it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But it, there was no conversation of, like, great, I know it's a family name, but we got a million people in the family. Like, it's Henry fucking oh, Ford. Oh, my mom hated the idea of it. She, uh, your she, dad forced it in? Yeah. Gosh. 
I got close on that. <laughs> um, my name was supposed to be because they were they were my dad was set on family names mm-hmm. as well, right? So my name was supposed to be Hamlin, and it was like a middle name or something in my family or whatever. And then uh, they settled on Ross. Easier to spell. Well, yeah, and they didn't know if I was going to be a dummy, yeah. but um, but with that, it Ross was also a family name, so mm-hmm. uh, it was like my seventh grade aunt or whatever is Betsy Ross. And like, so my grandmother was Jeanette Ross. They were all in Pennsylvania and that whole shit. So, uh, they settled on that, but only because there was a cool TV character on Mary Tyler Moore at the time that my mom was like, all right, that name at least is fun and flirty versus Henry Ford. Holy shit, dude. How many times you hear that your whole life? Uh, every, every day growing up. God. Every every person be like, oh, you, and it's worse because I drive Fords. I've always driven Fords. Yeah, so I've always been like, oh, why are you working? You're you're related to the Fords. Yeah, you're Henry Ford, dude. <laughs> why are you fucking working? Yeah. We had a white kid growing up. His name was Michael Jordan, and it was bad. But he was born after Michael Jordan became famous. Mm. So like his parents didn't know, you yeah. know. And it was a, just a weird stitch that he was he was born like that, but go. he got made fun of forever. Yeah. Uh, who'd you like to give Drinking Bro of the Week to? Uh, probably my best bud, Owen. Uh, he's been with, helped me out a ton, especially when I've been in the Navy, moving around, doing everything. He's always been there. He's flown up and visited me. I just got done staying with him for about a week while on leave. Awesome. So, Cheers. Yeah. Does he listen to the show? A uh, little bit, and I'm definitely sending him this episode. All right, send him yeah, this yeah. one. It'll be out at uh, 8 o'clock EST tonight. Send yeah, there we go. For sure. Thanks for coming by, man, and uh, and having some drinks with us. Yeah, of course. Uh, is the dude with the baby back there? Come on up and bring the baby up on air. So, I, like, at least people can see that maybe you're not a bad dad because it appears as if the baby is sleeping on you now. Look at that, dude. Look at that. Did you bring a bottle, too? You son of a bitch, dude, with the baby. Look at that, dude. He's got a baby and a bottle of booze. Look at that. The uncle nearest. <laughs> Did you know this was going to happen, Dan? That's so funny, dude. The, that, that meme about the uncles and then the bottle of, of booze you bring is called Uncle Nearest. Yeah, it kind of just went all together. Huh? Since 1856, your uncle has always been near you. Wow. Um, that's great. Cheers. Uh, you got a little girl there? Yep. This is Stella Mae Martin. She's born July 4th, man. Stella Mae Martin. On July 4th. No way. Yeah. Look at her. She's beautiful. Congratulations. And she's got a onesie on that says, it's my turn on the good hole. Oh, my God, we're horrific people. It's drinking bros. Yeah, now, ironically, she did not get the good hole, as we discussed off air. She was a C-section. So, fuck. I was just going to ask. I got it a few months before. It was the first one on market. I got Brittany to do it. No way. Yeah, so uh, she's a cheater. Yeah, uh, bring that mic in just a yeah. tad closer there. Okay. Congratulations to you guys. Good now, day. you guys were here before the baby yeah. was born uh, a few yeah. months back. Uh, how old is she? She's three months, almost three months. No way, dude. Yeah, little less. Unbelievable. It's yeah. crazy how that time has gone show. that quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, we were all fucked up, dude. We were wasted. Yeah. I mean, we went for it that night. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were gator, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were yeah, ripping sure, Gator dude. Tales for Christmas, dude. It oh, was yeah. fun. Oh, it was a good night. Uh, well, congratulations. Thank you you want to so. give her Drinking Bro out of the week? Uh, I'll give it to two. Yeah, I'll give it to Stella, <clears throat> but also my oldest brother, Cody. Okay. He's been listening to the show. He's the one that got me on a couple years ago. Hell yeah. So I'll give it to him. 
Cody Raby. Uh, well, cheers to, uh, to, to you, Stella, and Cody here. Thank you, uh, she's beautiful. Having a daughter is awesome, man. I, I didn't know what to expect because I had two boys and then I just had a daughter, and I'm unbelievably glad that I did because it's totally different. Yeah. The dynamic is so different, and then you realize what pieces of shit boys are, you know? And you're like, yeah, oh, see, man. I was prepared for a boy. We had a bunch of names. I was already, you know, you already know how to raise a boy. They're pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. raise them like a piece of shit. T- totally. I knew. I thought we found out we were having a girl. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't I didn't know either. girl sports. I don't know fucking nothing, dude. Dude, I was so worried I at first, and then it happened, and I was like, oh, shit, man. I wish the others were. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... <laughs> They are yeah. nicer, and you're like, hey, yeah, this is great. Sure. Yeah, she's pretty chill, though, man. She only makes any noise when she's tired or trying to eat, you know? Of course. So she's pretty good. She's about due for a good nap. We keep waking her up. Don't so. tell Jesse that story. She, she'll be pissed off about it. Our kids don't sleep. No? Ah, the She does now, but uh, yeah, the, all three of them were, were, were Well, your youngest is like a year, year and a half or something yeah. now? Right? Yeah, she's a year old now, so... Uh, just past a year at this point yeah yeah nice so man. it's uh but it's been a blast so yeah. uh congratulations and it's great it, to brother. see you thanks for coming back today uh, yeah, dude. always brother Hope i know you're man. drinking she's probably not allowed to drink right no i mean she can't no no she's breastfeeding yeah, that's what she i'm saying yeah. she'd have to pump and dump the pump you know? and dump sucks and then yeah, you don't get it all liquid out gold, man. It, i know for the baby yeah so the baby sure. shits itself and you're just like yeah, oh that wasn't worth it explosion yeah then it's like that wasn't worth it oh fuck no you just had whiskey running through my diaper that's all you did yeah uh thanks for tuning in kids thanks for popping by you guys the studio is always open if we're here uh and you're in town pop on by we love to see you we love the gifts too uh thank you so much for the booze 100 proof on this uncle's nearest yeah that'll that will definitely keep your uncle close 100 proof (laughs) (laughs) a little too close a little too close dude (laughs) for comfort there Uh, If you're at home, though, and can't pop in, please go to iTunes, rate the show five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away at that point. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.